Steven, it's a new year. It's 2022. And I've got a big, fat, juicy wish that it's going to be a year full of fulfillment here on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. What do you think? I've got a big old sauce-drenched wish myself just slapped on my plate here in front of me. And I'm going to dig in to a whole nother year of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. It's going to be a big year full of winding down our rewatch of Community and moving on to whatever comes next for us and to be a part of it with us. There's so many ways to show your support. We've got a big old warm pool here for you. Come on and slip on your skibbies and slide down the ladder and dive in. How how can they get in this pool, Zach? If you put your toe in the water and it feels fine and you want to get waist deep, come join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the way to support this show and to help us move it forward as we move into the future. It's also the way to get more of us every week with our live pre-show every week. You can't just a pre-show and all kinds of Patreon exclusive content coming all the time, Steven. We'd love for you to support us on Patreon, but you can also hang out with us free of charge over on Twitter at You Can't Disappod. We are also on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast. And we're on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Also, if you would like to be a part of the show every week, you can email us at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. To be a part of next week's podcast, write us in your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your episode MVP for next week's episode of Community, and we'll read it out loud on the show. If you like what we do here, leave a review wherever you leave reviews about podcasts. Yeah, maybe like... The Sharper Image product review site. Leave us a review there. There's uh, like a box full of sticky notes at my post office. Write a review and leave it there. I hope you guys are jumping on board with us and you're ready to traverse 2022 with me and Steven. What do you say? Let's rip our way into another episode if you can't disappoint a podcast. Cannonball! <laughs> I'll put like a big <laughs> splat. <laughs> You're Russell Borchard, aren't you? Okay, I'm gonna peel off some band-aids here. Dennis Hopper is dead. TV shows give no time for theme songs anymore. And Woody Allen did the voice of a cartoon ant. Sorry, I lose track of how big I'm getting. I don't. Hey, buddy, it's good to see you. Hey there, pal. Welcome, 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 welcome to me. You beating that heat? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm beating a couple things over here, Did Zach. I hear something cool. Did I hear something that it's like record level hot in Chicago? It was like 90. Triple digits for the first time in a long oh, time. Oh, shit, probably. It's really That's hot. That's what I heard. And as someone who takes the train to work and has to walk outside mm. to and from the train just in being a, in a long sleeve button down. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's hot. Dang, lately it's been so hot. It's been like about a hundred and it's so humid, it's like sticky hot. Yeah. It just makes you feel gross. And nothing makes me more ready to do a podcast than being real sticky hot. Yeah. I I'm 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 hot to trot. All right. Well, I'm glad. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're glad you're here for the 97th episode recap of Community. 
that we've wow, done we're almost here with that big on the Can't Disappoint a I'm Zach, and for me, it's Elliot Gould. Nice. Well, I'm Steven, and what the hell does your penis look like? <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you're here to talk about community with us, because there's only so many weeks we have left of being able to do this specifically, talking about an episode a week of community. Mm-hmm. How sad. It's We're so close, and I, I just want to take a second to... Okay. To thank you, the people. Of oh, I thought this was about to be you saying something world. nice, like about or to me. You know, if you'd shut the fuck up, Zach, for like <laughs> not six a seconds, maybe not I'll get there. <laughs> but no, I for real. Thank you for everybody who's you know whether you listened from day one. I'm sorry, uh, but <laughs> or you just found us in the future when this is all said and done and we're uh-huh. old and gray and uh-huh. have hung up our microphones to the great on no, top of my I bed think when we're old and gray, we'll be still talking. It'll just be like, Zach, if you think that I'm going <laughs> to speak to you outside of today, we're talking about season podcast. 10, episode 30 of mash. Uh, <laughs> Badger makes the cut. Um, I don't know. Is there a character named Badger? <laughs> I've never but seen also, a second of MASH. Thank you, Zach, for oh. being a lovely hmm? uh, part of this show. We couldn't do it without you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I agree. <laughs> uh, I want to start off the show by shouting out our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. That's Taylor Ace, Danny M. Lugo, Mary Baker Budisa, Brian Thurman, and Planeswalker Prez. Uh, we're very thankful to them and all the other people over at Patreon that are helping us clean out those gutters. Yeah, clean them, clean them guts. We have some big ideas for the future, and big ideas means big cash, so keep it coming over at the Patreon. All kinds oh, of stuff. Yeah. Brokeback Bebop is really, really fun. Some episodes we dive super deep into Cowboy Bebop, and some episodes we dive super deep into some outrageous stuff that we literally shouldn't talk about on this podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah, So absolutely. whether you're a fan of Cowboy Bebop or not, there are certain episodes of Brokeback Bebop over on the Patreon that I think are worth the $5 on their own. Oh, yeah. Also, the pre-show every week is super fun. That's more unfiltered live us. We usually have... A theme or something we're doing every week on the pre-show, and that's always a lot of fun. So patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. And also, it's time to shout out, as we get nearer and nearer to Father's Day, I think this episode comes out on Father's Day, perhaps. Oh, wow. I don't have a relationship with my father, so I don't exactly know which day Father's Day is. Do you? Uh, It's, do I have a relationship with my father or no in Father's Day? (laughs) I feel like same answer, both questions. Yeah, um, Father's Day is, it's like Sunday the 21st or somewhere around the 21st. Is it on a Sunday? It's always on a Sunday. Then it's the 19th, right? Unless it's the 26th. It's the 19th. Uh, This episode comes out the day after Father's Day. Wow. So it's safe to say that when this episode comes out, we'll be very hungover after a night of crazy, wild debauchery celebrating the holiday with our community daddy at communities on Twitter. Yeah, happy happy Daddy Day, Daddy. Yeah. Daddy Day. Daddy Daycare. I really want to say Daddy Daycare. You know there's a new uh, movie in the Daddy Daycare series? Really? Yes. What is it called? Grand Daddy Daycare. 
Yikes. Is it still Eddie Murphy? No, he wasn't in the second one either. Yeah, but is he back? Oh, no, no. And I thought he was going to be the granddaddy. No, no, no. Now it's Danny Trejo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but let's talk about Daddy. What do you think yeah. we're going to be doing with him yesterday as of this episode comes out? You know, How hopefully do you think we're we started the day, day curled up at his feet and <laughs> at the foot of his bed like yeah. always. Uh, and wake him up with some little tickles on his toes, his yeah. favorite. You know, bring him some a nice combo of a stiff drink and a soft pancake. Stiffer son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've gifted – I really want Daddy to be able to relax this Father's Day. Mm-hmm. So I've gifted him an hour-long session in a sensory deprivation tank. Oh, wow. Uh, and I think if we, like, distract the people at the front desk, they'll let us creep in there with them. <laughs> we can just help them relax we'll like you know play in the water with them so thanks communities for all you do for the fandom and all that you put up with for uh, for us because we'll i'll go ahead and say next week matt one of our community or one of our community dad i was trying to say communities or Mm -hmm. and community at the same time because they're synonymous at this point yeah but uh matt daddy will be joining us for our season five roundtable next week I'm very excited. Remember that time that we, like, (laughs) told him we were going to, like, have him on the show? Yeah. But then it was actually a Father's Day. For Father's Day. Yeah. (laughs) And we pranked him. And that was as far as we thought out doing the interview with him. Yeah, that was it. It's been a year now, which is crazy. So I don't really remember a ton of what we actually talked about. Me neither. But the idea was to get him there to do the Father's Day joke. And I'm sure the conversation we had was lovely and insightful. But Mm -hmm. I I do have a moment of like, oh, that took about a minute and a half. It's really the SpongeBob, like the plankton where he's like, I didn't think I'd get this far, honestly. (laughs) We didn't think he'd actually show up for Father's Day chat, but he did. And actually, he was the first person to bring up when I said, hey... We're doing our roundtable the week of the nineteenth. Recording it is—is is there mm-hmm. any chance you could you could maybe help us out? And he said, "You know that's Father's Day, right?" And this time I didn't. <laughs> that's incredible. Okay, so thanks, communities. We love you very much. Patreon communities, we did all that stuff. How you doing, man? What have you been up to the last week since we talked about the mess of a basic story? You know, I I was looking for story in my life, and I. Mm-hmm. I found a little bit. I got to come uh, back to hometownville uh, for a friend's baby's first birthday party. That was fun. And every time I hear one of these stories, my heart plays a, <laughs> a, a somber song. Well, <laughs> and this time it was different because I didn't drive. We took the the bus, uh, which is not my oh, favorite. We took a, like a, a greyhound. Like a, well, we took a Flix bus. It's supposed to have like movies or something, but there was no movie playing. Um, but it was it's like a literally called bus. Flix Bus because it's a charter bus that plays movies for you to yeah. watch while you're driving. And yeah. they didn't play a movie. They didn't play a movie. But that it was sucks. nice being on a Greyhound. Um, Did they like we... advertise a movie, like a specific movie? No. no. I yeah I. I, I would have been. I go- um, excuse me, Mister Bus Driver. I was promised cats and dogs too. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cats and dogs movies. Um, sorry, that's okay. Kind of thing. Um, I love the cats and dogs movies. Uh, I think I got that clean the first time. I don't yeah. think you needed to restate that. <laughs> I I really am a big fan of the cats and dogs series. I are think you it's being real are you being paid off by the cats and dogs people? <laughs> you know, speaking of paid, uh, I 
I paid so much, so many times to go see Cats and Dogs 1 and 2 in the theaters and to rent Cats and Dogs 3. Straight and you DVD. still can rent them, by the way. <laughs> go to catsanddogsmovie.com. <laughs> now I've got to keep you burping just so I can run the Cats and Dogs bit. <laughs> Flicks bus, yeah. Uh, we got to go see the baby, but we were late to our bus uh, on our way out of town, so we had to take a later bus. Um, but that yeah, would have it, a movie. Do you take a bus both ways? No movie ways. either time. No movie either time. Wow, same driver. Uh, no, but the person that drove us back was on the bus that took us, but she okay. was not the driver, or at least she like was a driver in the training. Bus. I was driver very in confused. training, <laughs> and she was a driver in training, and she learned that you don't have to play a movie. <laughs> She's like, oh, no movie, say less. <laughs> ah, it's a, it's a it's a prank. Okay, so we've riffed for a while. Anything else you want to talk about before we start talking uh, what we're here to talk about? Got some x-rays on my feet this week. Uh, no no bone break. So What we've learned is that they're, they've been fine for... for, for <laughs> Mr. Baker. Least, they've been fine for you at least 30 days. You haven't had feet for 15 years. <laughs> I think Steven is just trying to <laughs> squeeze that, that PPP loan as dry as he can. <laughs> All right, we are here to talk about, which I was mentioning to Steven before we recorded, for the last time, we're here to talk about a season finale of Community going into another season. Wow. This is the penultimate finale episode of Community. We're talking about the season five finale, season five, episode 13, Basic Sandwich. This episode was directed by, take a guess, Steven. Is this a Rob Schraub original flick? Yeah, and you nailed it. Hey yo, I'm Rob Schraub. Before this episode, directed Basic Lupine Urology, which is the Law and Order episode. He did App Development and Condiments, the Meow Meow Beans episode. He did GI Jeff, and in season six, he does a ton: Ladders, Laws of Robotics and Party Rights, Advanced Safety Features, Grifting 101, Modern Espionage, the Last Paintball episode, and the finale: Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. He directed all those, and it was written by Ryan Ridley. Uh, this is his first writing credit in the show, and he writes one more episode next season: Grifting 101. And this episode originally aired on April seventeenth, twenty fourteen. Wow. And I remember that day clearly. I You were talking about remembering this episode mm-hmm. very clearly. And I remember very clearly sitting down to watch it when it aired and and feeling all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, Zach, this was a, a crazy time. You know, this is probably, like, the most vivid memory when I have actually, like, other than the beginning of the show, of, like, watching Community on TV because it's when I had gotten back into it. And um, it's probable cancellation mm-hmm. was looming very high yeah. going into this episode. We were friends at the time, so I'm sure I was telling you all the yeah, stuff Yeah, I think you were on. you were the reason why I knew that stuff cuz I wasn't on social media yet, so I didn't see all the Twitter. There's hoopla. a lot of stuff in this episode that makes you feel a lot of different things about this potentially being the last episode at the time. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about how we feel about the episode more later, but I like it way more as a season finale knowing there's one more season. Yeah, uh, it would have been kind of crazy for the last episode of the show to be this episode. We'd all talk about like, wasn't it wild how Community ended like that? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm glad. So I I don't think I would have hated it, but I, I'm glad that there's another season after it. Yeah, I don't think I would have been a fan of this being the last episode personally. Let's do some trivia. Let's do it. I've got one, two, three, four, five questions this Whoa, week. Whoa, so do I. Heyo. Look at that. Uh, you went first on on the on the bebop, so mm-hmm. I'll go first here. Go ahead. Um, 
<laughs> I almost said what the hell does your penis look like again? Um, what was the name of Greendale's first mascot? That's one of my questions. That's Big Chief Drunky. Big Chief Drunky. Shout out to our own hometown mascot. I know. It Anderson made me think Indian. exactly yeah. of that. Did you hear? Are, are they actually changing it now? It's done. Wow. That news was yesterday. Wow. No news about what's going to replace it, but they're getting rid of the mascot in the, in the routine. That's great. I'm proud. For a little uh, backstory, we grew up in Anderson, Indiana, where I still live, and our high school mascot, and really several things throughout the town, was mm-hmm. Indian-themed. Yeah. And as our town has gone on, it's very much the type of town that is not uh, respectful or even considering natives at all. Yeah. And our school has children every year. One's the Indian mascot. And it's not like a big mascot costume. It's like a dude with his shirt off Mm -hmm. and like a headdress on and makeup on and stuff. And a girl who's the Indian maiden, and they do, like, a fertility ta- a fertility mm-hmm. dance with, like, rugs. Or not rugs. I meant with drums, like, some yeah. of the, like, weird, fake, native-looking drums. And I don't know. It's, it's really weird. And in high school, I didn't think a thing of it. Really? Maybe I did. I don't remember super clearly, but I, my, I wasn't... I think I was still f- being fed that it's done as a respectful. This is like a one of their dances, and it's a respectful thing. And I didn't know enough to prove otherwise. Yeah, I think by the time I was in middle school, I was like, "Wow, I don't want to go there because that's bad." Yeah, but finally they've ousted that, so mm-hmm. no more maiden dance and no more Indian mascot, which I'm very glad. But yeah. on the news article for that announced it, because recently it made national news, people being upset mm-hmm. about it. Uh, and the news article announcing it was full of Anderson people, white people, obviously, uh-huh. being very, very, very upset. Not a lot of positivity at all. Yeah. So well, I people was were very upset happy we to just be... changed the name of the band to yeah. the Marching Highlanders instead of Marching Indians. They freaked yeah. out. So I was very happy to uh, – it made me happy to be an alum of the school. It made me proud. Mm-hmm. It's way too late, but I'm glad that they did yeah. it instead of stubbornly went against it. So that's a trivia question. You took my first one, but I'll give you one. Uh, what was Borcher rich for inventing? Steven went to sleep. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Uh, he closed his eyes and was just gone. He just <laughs> um, He invented, because he sold it for a lot of money, he invented computers no he invented the nine track cassette player god damn it the eight track big big eight track pay them silence it yeah yep um what was the debate team topic who's hotter elliot gould or donald sutherland yeah and And you you feel like elliot gould do you feel i googled a picture of what they both looked like in the 70s and yeah i think i'm more an elliot Elliot gould's pretty handsome yeah he's old as shit now Mm mm-hmm he was just in something that I watched where he, it was more recent. He's he Ross's dad and friends. I'm aware. But it That's, was something. He played. He, was, he played. Oh, uh, no. It was when he was young. He's in the Muppet movie. What? The original The Muppet movie. He, he has like a cameo. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. And it made me look up what he looked like old and mm-hmm. very old. Yeah. Your turn. Um, What does. Is it my turn? Yeah. Cause, oh, no. It's my turn. Sorry. What are the names that Abed gives the Jeff Britta spinoff? There's four. Um, oh, 
There were four, but they were all long, Zach. Uh, there was no. like ex- bad, bad love time. No, nope. um, that's a good one though. Bad for each other, good for you. No, nope. um, mismatched match. I really thought you were at least gonna get one of them. And X. Nope. Explain this one, boys. They were better with my worst half. <laughs> <laughs> awfully wedded <laughs> tying the knot but without With a k a, mm-hmm. and then abed when he's like spiraling he says or it could be hashtag couple people problems where where every week the audience decides who wins the argument yeah <laughs> that'd be great your turn <laughs> um what does abed tell russell about modern times uh uh oh dennis hopper's dead mm-hmm. something else and mm-hmm. then and uh what's his name um what's his name i'm i'm, I'm, I'm i almost said his name and i was like Wait. don't say it that's <laughs> yeah. part of it i know his name and i'm just spacing because i'm trying to think of it really fast uh Married bad guy. daughter real bad dude really bad guy woody allen played yeah. an animated ant and what was the middle one um topper's dead uh tv shows don't make any time for theme songs anymore wow zachary's killing the game yeah Next one for you. What track on the jukebox is Open the Door by The Secret Doors? 127? Yes. Hey-o. Great job. Open the door. Uh, what tribe really owns the Greendale land? Oh, this is really the... I don't want to say the wrong one and be yeah. a racist, so I'm not yeah. going to guess. Come on, Zach. Go for it. <laughs> say the... a tribe. Mexicans? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Arapaho. Yeah! Yay! Wow! At first I thought Potomac or whatever, and that one mm, Like wrong. the river. Everyone said, oh, you're so racist. So instead I said Mexicans. How's mm-hmm. that going to track? You know? mm. um, my last question, what's the new NBC lineup? That's my last question. Let's hear uh, it. Thought Jacker. Okay. Intensive Karen. Uh-huh. That's my favorite one. Uh, Mr. Egypt. Uh-huh. Celebrity Beat Off. Uh-huh. And Captain Cook. Yeah. That's great. That was really That's funny. my favorite way. That's up there with the God level thing of them telling Norm MacDonald, if you make another OJ Simpson joke, you're going to get fired. And he mm-hmm. did. And he did. That was just community asking to get canceled. Yeah. And it was awesome. That was so funny. That's it my favorite awesome. part of the episode. Really? Yeah. It's a good moment. By far and away. It's pretty that legendary that that's yeah. the last bit of Community that aired on NBC. I meant to mention that, of course, so along with the air date, that this is the last episode of Community that aired on network television. It's the last episode that aired on NBC. Community was canceled after this episode. Which means it's the last episode that a lot of people ever saw of mm-hmm. this show. Until the recent upswing of people during the pandemic, because now it's on Hulu and everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the diehards followed it. To, we'll talk more about the whole Yahoo screen of it all uh, in two weeks when we talk about ladders, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Because there's the whole thing of it's before everything had a streaming service. Yeah. And Yahoo screen pretty much created itself to do another season of community because it would bring a lot of people to their platform. And it did. Yeah. But then they only had, like, two or three other shows – uh, a couple of them good, but not enough content at all to continue Sustain. people yeah. using. And it was free. So, yep. And not enough content to continue using it after after Community was done. So they lost a shit ton of money and kind of blamed it on Community a little bit. 
<laughs> when it really wasn't their fault at all. Uh, but we'll, you, we'll talk a lot about all of that. I remember very much the experience of, of logging into Yahoo's screen every Jesus week Christ. to watch season six of Community. Yeah. That's why I didn't finish it. Because <laughs> yeah, it was such a hassle. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And it was before it was so easy to stream something on whatever device yeah. you wanted. And uh, I, I had an and HDMI like, port to in a cord so I could connect my laptop to the computer. But I but didn't have a computer at that time. There wasn't. You so had to watch it, it on your phone. was just watching on my phone. Yeah. Yahoo Screen really was the Quibi of its time. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Is next the oh some emails? emails. Let's do some emails. We got a stacked lineup of emails this week. All We've right. got emails for days. First email is from our good friend Brandon. Um, who we Apologies learned a lot about for last, last week, time. Brandon. Yeah. Uh, Brandon mm-hmm. says, "Hey guys, good to hear. My name is a rallying cry for the alt right. Just buddy. awesome. LOL. Sorry, man. Anyway." Basic sandwich. Maybe this... change it to Brendan. Ooh, like Yuri. I like Fraser. Yeah, I like Brendan. Yeah. Yeah, do Brendan. Um, <laughs> this one's a lot better than Basic Story, but I still rank it in the lower half of the episodes in Season 5. The treasure hunt is fun with the group finding different silly clues to eventually get to the basement where Borchert is, but the conclusion feels rushed. Like <laughs> Borchert? Because I keep wanting to say Bo- Borchert. Because <laughs> it's French, right? Borcher. Okay. Borcher. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. I'll say it like that every time. Um, but the conclusion feels That's rushed. The old. school board guys, Carl and Richie, mm-hmm. are really great in this one, especially mm-hmm. Richie. Jeff and Britta being obnoxiously romantic is pretty funny since it goes against what they usually stand for. Just nut up and die alone. Um, Annie is really good in this one, too. From her initial horror at Jeff and Britta potentially getting married to her acceptance of it and speech to the group that saves them the first time. The emotion-powered computer is super cheesy, but I do think it's nice that Jeff's feelings for Annie are more than just about hashtag Annie's boobs. I read that Dan was trying to find a way to make Britta the one who powers the computer for Jeff, but there are no barriers to them getting together, so it wouldn't have much weight to it. There's a lot of barriers for Jeff and Annie, though. Trivia. One of the subway employees Notice how I was completely silent, silent that entire yeah. time. Um, returns from the first subway episode in season three. He is replacement subway in that one, and in this one, he comes in to warn Carl and Richie when they are questioning Shirley and Hickey. Oh, sure. Nice. Didn't Fav- notice that. I didn't either. Good pull. Favorite funny moment. Richie Robbie. Ref- hit. Mm, ah, Richie ah. Robbie. Come on, Rich- the show. <laughs> Richie robbing Hickey's brain and the callback to it at the I end. I robbed your brain. I was thinking of a hang glider. Uh, that was funny. Honorable mention to when Abed asks if anyone has rope, to which Hickey responds, I'm offended by that question, yeah. and pulls rope from his comically large bag. I'm going to miss Hickey, but we get two awesome replacements next season. Absolutely, Episode MVP. Outside of the study group, Richie, for the hang gliding bit alone. Within the group, I'll go with Annie. She's the moral compass in this episode when everything is falling apart. Plus, Annie doesn't have too much to do next season, so it's probably the last chance to give her a proper episode MVP. Is that true? I don't remember. Probably. Um, I didn't start watching the show until lockdown in 2020, but I sincerely appreciate the fans who watch Community Live for fighting for one more season. This would have been fine if it was the last episode, but I'm so happy the actual last episode of the show is one of its best. Looking forward to season six. Also, for me, season six is better than season five. Not sure how hot of a take that is. Thanks, Brendan. It sure was fun to be a part of the 
community community during all of this and getting to be so excited when season six did happen because it was really at the beginning of the turn of like the landscape of fandom interacting yeah. with the content and it just re- felt really personal and really special and brendan made me think of that so thanks bren thanks and i actually agree with a lot of what uh brendan says about the episode in terms of like the pros and cons of it yeah um, i agree yeah Okay, next email. Uh, this one's from our our party pants pooping huh? papa. Oh. Um, <laughs> hi what guys. What did we say about him this time? We're, we're gonna get in a pod with him. We're gonna get in a de- sensory deprivation yeah, sep- deprivation nice. tank without him knowing. And um, I think it it goes without saying that we'll be completely nude. Well, yeah. It's part of the part of the bit. Yeah. Um, he he won't. We just gotta. Um, hi, guys. I remember watching the basic sandwich end and thinking celebrity beat off would never work because drumming is really hard. And Dan just got community canceled with that thumb in the eye end tag. Mm-hmm. I would watch Mr. Egypt, though. Fair enough. With uh, BJ Novak. BJ Novak, yeah. Uh, my MVP is Annie. They gave her a roller coaster and she made it work. Have a great one, guys. Community's Matt. Short Thanks. and sweet. Just like our time with daddy growing up. Um, P.S. Lindsay Wagner really did win an Emmy for the Bionic Woman. Bionic Woman's good. I like Bionic Woman. I don't really know anything about it. Um, it's like this woman is, like, sick, like, in a car crash or something, and so they Uh put a bunch of, like, robot parts inside her, and then she's, like, a superhero. So it's like the six million dollar man, but they Lady Ghostbuster did it. Yeah. Okay. It's exactly that. Pass. exactly that. Pass. Um, according to Abed, what kind of people leave weird little clues? Little gremlins, I don't know. People that are fueled by stories? I don't I don't know. It's a good one. We'll, we'll, we'll go I don't with think that. that's it. <laughs> we'll go with, we'll go with f- people oh. who are fueled by stories for 1,000, Alex. <laughs> um, <laughs> what question offends Hickey? Anyone have any Don't rope? fucking patronize me. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Um, the rope thing. What band-aid does Abed rip off for Borchère? We did this one already. It's Dennis Hopper, it's TV show TV theme songs, show theme songs. and it's um, uh, Woody Allen raped his daughter. <laughs> yeah. I would have um, gone with that over the animated ant thing, probably. Yeah, probably. I feel like that's more important information. Um, the only one we didn't get of those three is the uh-huh. the the serial killers and people that hide treasure always leave weird little clues. That's close. Mine kind of encompassed that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Bobby. thanks, Dad. Um, okay, one more no email. Time. Let's move right on. We haven't from... the time. I don't think you sent me all four, Zach. You just replied I tried to. to Danny. Because she said really? Zach just sent her email back to her, but you just replied to her instead of sending it to me. <laughs> nice. Okay. Two more. Uh, we've got two more emails, Zach. This next one is from our good pal, No, I meant Artie. to do that. We're not including Danny's. I decided it <laughs> didn't quite make the grade. <laughs> um, our next email is from Artie. Artie says, hi, Zach and Steven. Hope you've both had a great week so far. I've not been doing so great, but it's nice to tune into the podcast each week and listen to you both do something that very clearly I'm sure we brings make you it joy. A lot worse. It all helps that you're um, really kind when you read out my emails. Well, that's going to change. We are? I feel like we are upsettingly mean to the few people that write into our show on a regular basis. And yeah. by we, I mean me. <laughs> so I guess thanks. 
interesting. Um, I wanted to touch on last week's riff on the word program slash program, as you both had a bit of a Barney about the British spelling. What the f*** is a bit of a Barney? Like the dinosaur? You've had a bit of a Barney! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, the word well, had yes, a certain... Oh, shit! Program, Artie's about to take us to f***ing school! Artie says... The word has its derivations in the Greek and Latin word programma, and the British spelling is derived from French. Apparently, in the early days of the American printing press, it was common for words to have various spellings, and that the standardization, but she spelled it with an S, not a Z, and then called attention to that, um, of spellings was mostly down to the publication of Webster's Dictionary in 1828. I just thought it was kind of interesting and also a little relevant to this week's episode because of Professor Duncan's line, it's pronounced aluminium. Also, mm -hmm. he's absolutely right. Wow. You're still wrong, all of England. I know you made the <laughs> language, but you did it bad. Um, yeah, speaking come on, of this week's episode. Daddy. <laughs> You're fing up. Woo! Speaking of this week's episode, I think that Basic Sandwich is worse than the season four finale. There, I said it. It's not particularly interesting, and a lot of the characters seem to lack their usual charm and likability. It also sucks that three characters we don't really see again, Shirley, Hickey, and Duncan, My jaw get very dropped. little to do compared to the other characters. Yeah. Actually, when the Save Greendale committee were trapped in the underground lab sans yeah. Shirley, it felt like the writers had deliberately separated her from the group, and it's a I little upsetting. On top of this, I also feel like the dialogue openly admits that the show has no idea what's really going on with Chang. Overall, I'm really glad that Yahoo screen bankrupted, it, bankrupted itself to give us a sixth season because this would have been a bloody depressing, a bloody depressing series finale. Otherwise, um, <laughs> there are some bits that I did find funny, of course. Artie, you're so wrong on the season four finale thing. Season four finale is pretty bad. Season four finale is one of the worst episodes of the whole show. It like yeah. sells out everything that makes community. I don't particularly like this episode, but I think it's better than season four finale. Um, yeah. What the hell does your penis look like? Obviously, a cluster of buildings. So let's all have a big laugh at the freak. <laughs> very, very funny. You see how I gave up my accent halfway through there? Yeah. Um, Britta and Jeff immediately good releasing choice. the grip on each other's hands when they immediately find the underground lab. That was good too. Um, last week, I was so over how mediocre the episode was that I completely forgot to pick an MVP. Anyway, here's some trivia. Um, oh, that's funny. Did, did she not pick an MVP this week either? <laughs> that's great. Um, one, who is Greendale's least popular mascot? Uh, something drunky. Chief yeah, drunky? Chief, old, big chief drunky, I think. Old drunky. Um, what drunky. does the Dean end up choking on? It was like a toy little rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. Um, like was a that a joke about how kind of thing. toys used to be more dangerous because of all the chokeable parts? Nice. Uh, what track number from the jukebox is a palindrome in binary? It was one. That's one twenty-seven. What was the name of Professor Bolshers' computer girlfriend? Oh, oh shit! I know it. They say it so many times. Mm-hmm. Raquel. 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 Um, let's see. Big Chief Drunky. Oof. This joke really wasn't worth the racist stereotyping, was it? No. Not at all. It never is. Never is. Um, a toy rocket launcher, 127, and Raquel. Uh, looking forward to not only hearing your thoughts for this episode, but also your season five roundtable next week. Yeah. I really enjoy those episodes that you have in conversation with other community fans. We shall meet again for season six, Artie. Thank you, Yay. Artie, for a thoughtful... You've been a great addition to the second half of this season of this podcast. So yeah. thanks for being a friend. Thanks, Artie. We'll be thinking about you. I hope all your stuff going on gets going on. Mm-hmm.
Well, we have one more email from uh, our good friend Danny. Okay. Uh, Danny says, "Hello, Stephen." Weird and Zach. for you to weird for you to call her your good friend. You do live together. It's like you're uh, talking to talking about like your secret lesbian lover. Yeah. Like, this is my good friend. This is my really Jonah. good friend. <laughs> this is my good friend Joe. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Yeah. Um, I know I haven't sent anything in a while, but I promise I'm still listening every week. I thought the season finale was a Why? good day to actually wake up early and write in. I don't know. Yay. She has to hear me speak all the time, so I don't know why she wants to. I know. Um, I don't have the strongest feelings for this episode or the last one, which is a bit disappointing after so many strong episodes this season. But I guess there's a few funny moments like the Dean choking or Chang trying to take his mask off. Anyway, here are my questions. Um, how many keys does Chang discard before they break into the room? Jesus Christ, Danny. Uh, like two? Like I think two? it's just two. I don't know. He's like, well, this is the first one, and that never. You always count that one out, and now that makes this one the first one, so <laughs> we'll count that one out, too. And then uh, Richie breaks the door. Um, why did Abed think Annie was crying when they all split up in the dungeon? I don't know. Abed think Annie was crying when they, because of Jeff and Britta? Maybe, I don't know. Because he's fueled by stories. (laughs) There we go. Um, Name any other song from the jukebox that isn't Open the Door by the Secret Doors. Nope. Got nothing. Now I remember what happens when Danny writes in. When Danny writes in. She's really good at trivia. I literally watched this episode right next to her, and she was like, oh, let me see what what questions you wrote down so I don't write the same ones. And I was like, no, please write the same ones so I can actually (laughs) get one right. Um, How much money was in the duffel bag? A couple million dollars, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are those are $4. dollars oh, a couple million and $4, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the computer's name? That's my grandma's Raquel. name, LOL. Raquel. Grandma really, Rocky. What's up? Raquelita. Come on the show. Uh-huh. Come on the show. We don't speak Spanish, but I can talk about Harry Potter and, yeah. and Butterbeer for you. Um, have a lovely day. Can't wait for season six. Big hugs, Danny. Thanks for Yay. writing in, Danny. Did she give us answers? No, never does. If you're going to give us tough questions, you got to give us answers at the end. You know, I'd love, love. Is that all help. the emails? That was fun. That's all the emails. Thanks, everybody, well, for writing in. It means the world everyone. to us. Next week, we're doing our roundtable. If you want to send in any notes for our guests about Season 5 as a whole, you could write us in can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com, or you can get ahead of the curve and send in your uh, trivia for the first episode of Season 6, which is Ladders. Do it! So get on in it. Do it! Up next, we're going to move on to one of my favorite parts of any Thursday. It's time to all hold hands, hands across America, and find out, did Did Steven Steven watch watch the episode episode this week? This week. week. I was being a robot computer. Yeah, I was rubbing my nipples too. Nice. How are you feeling about this one? Honestly, we've Zach, done not, stuff today, not so great. it's been a while since you've watched it because we've been together for like three hours. Already. Yeah, this does not bode well. Um, I kind of know what happens, but also it's a two-parter, so. Oh, the yawn doesn't bode well either. You're scream yawning right before you're about to perform. That can't be good. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I'm a little worried, Zach. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have high hopes for myself, but I'm still going to give it my best. Well, on Brokeback Bebop, our sister show over on Patreon this week uh, that we recorded, you did grade me quite harshly. So I will take that into consideration. <laughs> 
and I thought I deserved better than what you gave me. So I might even give you a step down from what I think you've earned. Wow. Yeah. So you better be ready. I better 20 do my seconds best. on the clock. I'm going to count it down on go and not a goddamn moment before or after. Okay. Three, two, one, go. There's a buried treasure. Where is it? They found the blueprints. It's under the teacher's lounge. They think it's in the wall, but it's not in the wall. It's under the drink machine. So they go down there, but except some of them, Shirley and Hickey get caught by the cops. And then the cops, well, they're not the cops, they're just the people. Then they talk to them about the things, and they're like, we don't know where anything is. Um, and Chang's on the bad guy's team now. Um, they go down there, and they find the computer f***er down there. And he's Stop. with the computer. Nah, bruh. You got really nothing about board shirt until the very end, and you just said computer f***er. I feel like I listened but didn't absorb anything you said. I feel like there there was no meat to that meal I was just served, you know? There was a lot of carbs, but, but no meat. So, considering my already grumpy mood... That's not, you've earned an F before. That's not an F. Yeah. But it's not a C. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a D. Ooh, right on the D, huh? Right, right on the D, the okay. best place to okay. be. Okay, I'll accept but not in this it. Con in this context, it's a bad place to be. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's move on to our favorite funny moments. Do you want to rapid fire them together? Uh, yeah, I don't have a ton, but I have okay, some. Okay, well, we'll go until you run out of them. Uh. I think the the Duncan like the obviously a big cluster of buildings. So let's all laugh I at the creek was down. really funny. In the beginning of the episode, when Abed and the dean start, the dean starts talking over Abed, and Abed goes, "Please stop that! Please stop that! Please stop that!" <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That was good. Um, the dean choking was really, really, really funny. I was dying. <laughs> that was so and Jeff good. acts like annoyed by the whole thing. Really yeah. funny. I wrote that one down as well. I also wrote uh, when they're all shushing each other, specifically when the dean gets involved. He's like, shh, shh. He's just doing it for fun. That was good. Um, I also really liked when Chang tried to take his face off. That was really funny. Uh, no, I guess I'm just mentally ill. Uh, the uh, Abed and Annie, when they have a moment and Annie's, or Abed's like, I have a girlfriend. What? That was a kiss lean. It was not fine. He says fine. Fine. And then he keeps going with it. He's like, it was fine. It's really that funny. That was funny. That's Are you done? I wrote down, yeah. I also wrote Richie Robin the Brain. That, that was really sequence. funny. The animated sequence of it is hilarious. I wrote, this pickle, <laughs> this uh, pickle's a magnet. This pickle's a magnet. This pickle's a magnet. And I wrote down, I just really love at the end when the subway guy's like, this is not Subway's business. And yeah. He stands up and gets all the subway guys together and he goes, Subway, oh. Oh, I just whacked the <laughs> shit out of my desk when I did that. Let me get a clean one. Subway, oh. <laughs> that was great. That was really funny. I, I love that end tag, too. The end tag is incredible. I know we talked about it, but it's it's great. That was my and favorite with that, part of the whole episode. Let's dive into the episode. Tell me first. You said you're not crazy about this one, and last week, man, did we struggle through it. Uh, how do you feel in relation first to the first half and then in, as, like, an episode overall? Yeah, I think that it's much better than the last week's episode, like, by a long shot. Um, I think there's actually plot this week, which is good. Um, I do think, though, for me... I don't know what it is that I just can't get on board with for this episode. I don't think it's bad, but I do think it's in probably my bottom half of this season for sure. Do you think for the round table, I think we'll do a bottom three? Mm -hmm. 
Do you think it'll be in your bottom three? I think it'll be considered for that third spot, but I don't think it'll hit it. Interesting. I think there are three worst episodes. I quite like this episode, and I think some of it is how recently... Like, I remember the podcast last week really feeling like a drag. Yeah. Uh, so, with this episode being a second half of that, I think how much I enjoyed it is a little bit affected by how much I didn't enjoy mm-hmm. last week when we had to look at it so yeah. closely for so long. I think this episode's really funny. I think it has some nice meta nods towards the the show hanging in kind of a flux purgatory right now. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I think there's some good jokes at that without being too far up its own ass and not making any sense like it did last week. Um, I don't know. I, I really liked a lot of things. And the storyline is very, very silly. So if the storyline is too silly for you or the idea that Greendale has the whole computer thing underground, if that's all too silly for you, I get it. But for me, it's the type of thing that I'm laughing enough and it's just silly enough for me to let my brain turn off and enjoy it. And I did enjoy this one quite a bit. Yeah. Not I, top five material, mm-mm. but not bottom three material either. Yeah, it's. I didn't enjoy it a ton. I just think that there were some funny jokes, but I didn't laugh for a lot of the what were supposed to be jokes. Like, there's a lot of joke misses for me. I can't think of any that like jump out too big right now. I don't think there were any like egregious. Like, it's not bad by any means, but I think that for me, it just didn't make me feel anything. Like, I didn't get any emotional weight from this episode either. Really. Okay. Before we dive in, I remember feeling really mixed on this episode when it first aired Mm -hmm. because I thought the show was probably going to get canceled. And then it did. And for a second, it was the series finale. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I liked it as that at all. And I think I've really grown on this episode over the years, especially that it's a season finale. Mm -hmm. I think it's fun. Community has never been great at its season finales. Like, let's think about the whole series. The first season ends with the tranny dance episode. Yikes. Which is just a nothing of an episode. Mm-hmm. Season two's got the paintball one. That, well, right? That's fine. The, paint, the paintball's mm-hmm. good. Two season three, intro to finality. I don't know. It's all, season, Community has messy season finales. They have to do a lot. And I don't think this is the worst of them. I don't think it's the best of them. Mm-hmm. I, but I think it's one of the okay ones. Yeah. <laughs> let's dive in. It's okay. I really like the info dump at the beginning. I think uh, learning about Borchert, I don't know, like with everything in this episode, the more times I watch it, the fact that there's this crazy man living underground that everybody thought died of a computer virus because he f***ed his computer and they never found the body and he has these riches and they might be hidden in Greendale somewhere. It's so silly that I think it works for me as much as the AC repair thing does. The only thing that doesn't work for me is I wish they would have referenced it more after this. We didn't need to see Borchard anymore, but he could be living underground and we reference it occasionally like the monkeys and the AC vents. Yeah, I guess I like the info dump. It's funny. I like the 8-track, 9-track thing. Mm -hmm. Him f***ing a computer, that's whatever. It's fine, the computer virus, whatever. I think the whole making it out of gold, I still don't really understand. And even the show is like, it was the 70s, it was weird. Yeah, because my thought was like, oh, maybe they'll like use the gold for the money. To well, that's the plan at first, because that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And then Borcher doesn't want them to because of how much he loves the computer. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, I've got all this worthless money over there. You could mm-hmm. just use that instead. So then he can have his computer still. Yeah. It's interesting. I I cuz the gold, the computer, the gold, that's the treasure that they're hunting yeah, for. Yeah, that's what they're sure. going after. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. You're right. Also, Chris Elliott. Rob Schraub is, really is right. Everybody clap your f***ing hands. Chris Rob Schraub oh, wins the day. We're really going to settle on this one, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> Chris Elliott's a really funny comedic performer, and the episode keeps him in this costume most of the episode, so you can't really even recognize him. So it's nice in this little info dump at the beginning to, like, actually be able to tell that it's him. His, like, physical comedy is really good. Like, the way he moves, like, especially when they find him later on, because he moves like somebody who's been, like, underground for however many years. And doing years. cocaine. And doing 50 years of cocaine in 10 years, you know. That is a kind of a funny joke, too, where he's like, it has, oh, the 80s hit down here, too. That was kind of funny. I'll, I'll take that. I like Untucked Dean. Oh, yeah, he is Untucked. He's Untucked. I don't really episode. notice stuff like that. Yeah, that, that jumped out at Well, me. it's because always they're looking at the Dean's flummoxed. Crotch. He's not working. He's trying to save the school. This yeah. isn't on the clock, Dean Pelton. He's just regular old Craig. I think this is pretty good Annie in this episode. Like, she doesn't really... It's more just that I don't dislike her screen time than what I actually like. I think she's got good passion in this episode. I think her annoyance with Jeff and Britta plays really well mm-hmm. without being the schoolgirl pining for Jeff and we've agree. gotten in the past. I think they handle it pretty well in this episode. And, in fact, I think the Jeff and Britta stuff uh, is just as ridiculous but is handled pretty well in this episode. I like it better in this episode than the last – excuse me, than the previous by a long shot. Hearing them talk in the commentary about them getting together, it's because they all think they're leaving, and they're like, what have I gained from this? And they say this in the last episode. Mm -hmm. So they just, like, magnet to each other because I've got to have somebody. I can't just be on my own after this. And then the second, like, later on when we see them stop holding Mm -hmm. hands, the second that it's like, oh, we're still going to be here, well, I don't want to, like, be with Britta if we're going to do this. You know what I like, though? About mm. this episode quite a bit. I love mm. how excited Abed is. I feel like this season, one thing Abed has not necessarily been is excited about what's going on. And especially after last episode where he's like, I Him have freaking no out over the buried treasure. Yeah. Like, I love like, it. At it's the cute. end of the last episode. And I, I, yeah. and I buy it. It's believable that Abed is from... like, nothing's going to happen. He's like, but I don't want to lose my friends. I don't want to lose Greendale. So let's go look for this buried treasure. To go from the Abed who was like sadly in his costume walking around the school mm-hmm. and Troy's not there to this is nice. It is nice. Yeah. I wish there was more Abed this season. Honestly, what I like and don't like about this season is it has a lot of great episodes that are one-off episodes. Yeah. Just about any of these episodes I could watch anytime and have a good time. But as a season, I feel like we haven't learned about or deepened or moved along these characters really that much at all this no i think because they kept them pretty stagnant they keep going forward and back they're like as soon as there's a little bit of growth we have another episode where like then they're back to season one sometimes you know so it's which is part of the science of a comedy Mm -hmm. is that they kind of have to go forwards and go back yeah um this season has really felt like a season full of like sequel episodes mm-hmm. because I'd even because we've talked like GI Jeff kind of feels like Abed's uncontrollable yeah. Christmas is sequel. I'd even argue that the bondage and beta male sexuality episode is kind of a sequel to the bar episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of little things like that in the season, and I don't know. They're good episodes, but I'd rather they be not spinning their wheels. Yeah, totally. At least this season finale is something totally new and different to the show. It is, yeah. 
the t-shirt that Abed's wearing throughout this show, it says the dead alewives. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mentioned in the commentary that was a, uh, like an improv group that Dan Harmon was in and did shows with. Oh, that's cool. I think that's cool, too. I figured it had to have some significance. I figured it was a band. It looks like a band tee. Yeah, it looks like a band. I like it. That's a cool logo. I like Hickey this episode. I wish we got more Hickey this episode. I do, too. This is the last episode for Hickey. This is the last episode for Shirley. See, and why don't they use them more? Like, they, they have the smallest little... And they're sitting there getting interrogated. Like, they don't even have the the driving lines of the scenes that they're in, you know? I think they use Hickey fine, but there's no sense... I feel like especially Hickey, they were expecting maybe not to have for another mm-hmm. season. So they could have done something with him. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, surely they didn't know that this was going to be your last episode uh, when they did it. And I think... We'll talk more about why it doesn't work in any context, but uh, well, I they, would much rather have either a Britta and Jeff or like an Abed and someone else get interrogated and let Hickey be down there with the computer guy. I think those would be yeah. funny interactions. I think Shirley down there could be funny, but like, I don't know. I agree with you. Duncan, leave Duncan and Dean to get Duncan interrogated gets some funny they moments actually work there. In this episode, Duncan gets some really funny moments. Duncan From the first time stuff. I've watched this episode, I've always thought the, uh, well, this looks like a penis. And they're like, no. And then at the end, what's your penis look like? Obviously a cluster of buildings, so it's a laugh. I've always thought that is so funny. I think it's hilarious. I don't know why, but it's been one of those juvenile <laughs> jokes that's made me laugh from the very first time. Well, obviously, and still makes me laugh. <laughs> Let's all laugh at the freak. <laughs> I think that's one of the best cut to theme song jokes of the whole season. Huh. I don't remember them all that clearly. That's there a were a ton of super good ones. This season's been stronger on the end tags than on the oh, yeah. openings. And season six has some great end tags, so I'm excited to dive into mm-hmm. those. So what's going on here? They had the blueprint, which told them where maybe the secret path to the computer area is going to be. And it, and it looks like it's right you know, leads from the teacher's lab. So they're trying to find where the entrance is. And they see yep. the X on the racist mascot's alcohol bottle. Yeah. So they're pickaxing their way through the wall to try to figure out how to find the hidden area of the school. Meanwhile, Chang is outside. I love how there's green peppers on the outside of the I door love because it's a subway school. that Subway put all this stuff up before actually even, like, Completely the closing the <laughs> yeah. door. It seemed like a pretty done deal for Subway. Yeah. Uh, Chang's listening on the outside trying to gather information, but we know how that usually goes. Mm-hmm. It's fun watching Hickey blast through the thing and like how excited yeah. the Dean is by it. I think this is kind of funny too. Great physical acting from John Oliver with like even like to the point where his fingers are like stuck scrunched because he got electrocuted. That was funny. And he does a good job for the rest of the episode of like sticking to his brain yeah. was fried for a second, you know. Mm-hmm. However, I think the whole electrocution thing. I don't. It's a little cartoony. Yeah, this it is, is kind of a cartoony episode, so maybe that's like a bad thing to call mm-hmm. out. But that's not my favorite bit in the whole episode. Yeah, it starts a fire. The wires start a fire. They're really not finding what they're supposed to be finding. Jeff gets a fire extinguisher, puts out the fire, and meanwhile Abed, as always, is like doing the real work and and finding yeah. the the trap door. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Hickey's saying aluminum, and Duncan's brain is fried, and he's not too fried to correct him and saying it's aluminum. Very <laughs> funny. I really like that joke. That's a funny one. This is also the last episode for Duncan. Wow. Not in season six. 
Because he went off I... to make one of the greatest news comedy shows of all time. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it regularly, but I see a lot of clips from it that I... It's enjoy. worth watching regularly. I have HBO. There's no reason I shouldn't. Jeff and Brittle at the bomb drop and tell everyone that they're getting married. <laughs> That's like... Yeah, the joke when Duncan says, well, you're going to need a lot more dubs than this. That's a dumb joke. Yeah. But then the Dean being like, is this an hour-long episode of The Office? That was funny. I like that when Annie says, you guys are ridiculous together. And Brit is like, what's any of this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. They pull open the trap door that Abed's found, uh, and Hickey gets the good rope bit. And it's something that's kind of a callback, because he had rope in the school episode, right? Mm-hmm. Or the school episode. In I the guess books. they're all the school episode. You know, the one about the The one about the, the school and the teachers and the study table. Oh, that one. So they use the rope to go down the trap door. Uh, but meanwhile, the school board guys have gotten there to uh, to to intervene with Chang, and they're really funny. These these last two episodes, they're absolutely some of the best parts of the whole thing. Yeah, I think this one especially. They're even they're like both do a really good job. They both get some good moments. They have just enough time to stall to get most of them down the hatch. Is as Chang makes a meal out of finding the right key because he's got All right, that let's janitor see how many key keys. One. <laughs> Ooh, that's two. I told you. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. Zach's on fire today. Yeah, it was. Richie bursting through the door is like, uh, what does he say? (laughs) Don't worry. I've been drinking. And then he crashes (laughs) into the door to. Passed out Duncan. Yeah. The uh, passed out Duncan, electrocuted, and Shirley and, and, and Hickey having a tea party. Meanwhile, the rest of the study group literally uh, goes down to another level of the school that's been <laughs> underground this whole time, which I think is kind of neat. Yeah. Do you think the shushing bit's funny? Not particularly. I think the way – I want to go back because I think the way that it starts is funny. Yeah. The way it starts makes me laugh. That he's well, because sh- Britta goes to say something and Jeff shushes her and then Jeff goes to say something and Britta shushes him. And then they just, just angrily shush each, shush each other. And then Abed starts shushing too. And then the Dean does too. <laughs> I think Dean's it's funny. funny. I like the Dean part of it. Uh, what they said in the commentary, that this and it wasn't even Dan Harmon that said it, but this was a joke that some of the people who worked on the movie Monster House with Dan Harmon, uh, a joke that they wanted to get into Monster House. And now years later, they put it in Community. Oh, that's nice. I love Monster House. It's a good one. That'd be um, a good if we ever need something to cover for Halloween since it's got a Community yeah uh, attachment to it yeah be a good thing so they're exploring the last section of greendale and it's fun to see all the relics of the school from the 70s the debate team topic being elliot gould or donald sutherland (laughs) they're all team sutherland but i think elliot gould was kind of more my style i could see that he's more in your lane what does that mean you want daddy donnie taking care of you you want little ellie gould ellie ellie goulding i don't actually know what she looks like she did Skrillex. Then I'm good. <laughs> I think the pet rock joke was a little little too drawn out. So like, ah, pet rock. Leave no pet pet rock unturned. Pet rock. They said it too many times. But do you just don't get it because you didn't ever pet rock. Well, have you pet rock? No, but I'm not calling it out because I didn't do it. I can't judge it. It's a rock. <laughs> it, the only pet rock I accept is Rocco. 
I liked Abed's speech to Annie of explaining his stuff in TV terms that makes Annie feel a little bit better about why Jeff and Britta are panicked getting together like this mm-hmm. and how it's doomed to fail. And I also feel like Abed's telling the audience of the show some things we need to hear as yeah. the show's a little bit in flux. I think it's nice. And then when he starts spiraling and developing spinoffs, I think is actually a really good Abed moment that we haven't gotten in a while. Mm-hmm. And being a fan and not wanting the show to get canceled and hearing this is our show and it's not over made me very happy. You don't I'll like it. it. I'll, it's fine. Just purely from the context of I might be watching the show for the last time. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But it's a little on the nose for my taste today. It's meta, Steven. Don't you get when things are Meta? Pulls out whiteboard and flips it over to show the story circle. You don't understand. I just it's it's just too on the nose for me, Zach. I just I like, like it. I don't like to be spoon fed that way all the That's time. That's not I what I've learned over the years. You really I, like gets, it when I feed you the with show. the spoon. It's really sweet. Like this is our show. It's not over yet. But it was. What do you mean? It was over. There's another season, bro. But they got canceled they got taken (laughs) off the air i don't think i think you're wrong i think you're just getting all mad for 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 laughs and jabs but i think it's a nice moment i just it could have been i think it was nice until he was like this tv show is not getting canceled on my watch here's what i want you to do i want you to walk away walk away from it for a second go enjoy yourself a nice little cup of applesauce you know chill out a little take some breaths Take some breaths and then come back to it, okay? Can you do that for me? Probably not. Can you do that for me? <laughs> I don't have any applesauce anymore. I really like the basketball cards with white people on them. That was really funny. Because it's the 70s? Yeah. And then the D, <laughs> as he's looking, he's like, oh, look at this little rocket launcher. And then it goes right into his throat and he's choking on it. And we get this beautiful sequence for a while of everybody just searching, <laughs> not noticing at all, as the Dean is fighting for his life. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way the Dean, like, yells and things. Because, like, after somebody, like, chokes, like, they're, like, having a hard time breathing. Like, he, like, uh, did such a great uh, job. Oh, oh, no, I was dying! <laughs> like, it was great. Jim Rash is the best. Yeah. What Terrific. good physical comedy. Terrific. Abed's like, it's track 127, opens the secret door on the jukebox, and Annie's like, you're right, and then gives a big Scooby-Doo answer of palindromes of why. He's like, no, because it's called Open the Door by the Secret Doors. I think that's well, really funny. Well, let me funny. tell you this. Uh, another songs. Cherry Pie by Skip and Flip, along with It Was I also by Skip and Flip. Also by Skip and Flip. Don't forget... There's some uh, Bob Dylan songs on the on the left. Hey yo, like a some, Rolling Stone and mm-hmm. something Woman, Twelve and Thirty Five. I forget what that full song is called. Something from Bobby, good old Bobby Hamilton. Uh, crazy eyes for you. I was trying to. We missed it. I was trying to door. make it so this. Would That's go away. okay. I was just guessing what the other letters were. What do you think of the open the door sequence and the silly little song that goes I along think it's, with it? It's kind of funny. I like the specific time perfectly. for the yeah. door opening. <laughs> And Jeff and Britta, as soon as they realize that they found it, no longer holding hands, no longer that into each other. I like that it's as easy go as it was easy yeah, come. me too. And we're in Borchardt's secret lab. We see Raquel, the computer. We see all of his whizzing and whirring machines. It's a cool set design that they've made. And the prop of the computer with gold all up inside of it is, it is also pretty cool. cool. 
They said on the commentary that the props department built the computer, and then they were like, oh, yeah, we need it also to all be gold on the inside. <laughs> Can you do that now, please? And oh they did a God. great job. They did it. Yeah, they did. And this is when we find Borcher, who just looks horrendous. He's truly <laughs> been down here for 50 years or whatever. I love they did the a great job. carpeting. I love how dirty and long his fingers are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just did a lot of great aging details. The wig's not the best. Yeah. But the rest of it, I think they did a really good job of making him look like he's been there a long time. He kind of looks like Mark Marin. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> this exchange is funny and made me roll my eyes. Yeah. He comes charging... Borcher comes charging at the study group because he's scared. He hasn't seen people in so long. Jeff barely touches him, and he collapses because he's this weak old man that's been down here so long. And Jeff says, sorry, I, f- I forget how big I'm getting. And the dean's <laughs> like, I have. And look at the way the dean has it. <laughs> he's like a T-Rex. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, it made me chuckle and roll my eyes as well. And now the interrogation scene, it's moments like these why I stand more firmly in liking this episode, mm-hmm. because what's about to follow is so bizarre. It's really funny. It's though. so community bizarre. It kind of feels season three adjacent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really like this bit. They're not getting anything out the school board guys and Chang just walking around in the background with sunglasses on. <laughs> They're not getting anything out of Shirley <laughs> and... Hickey. When Chang fumbles his glasses yeah. and they fall on the table, they mentioned that on the commentary, that that just happened. Obviously, it wasn't planned. Yeah. And that Yvette broke really hard. But so they regroup, and Richie's like, I've got this handled. I know what to do. I've got this. He's going to rob their brain. I don't know the comedic actor who plays Richie's name, but he does a great job in this episode. Yeah, it's really funny. The sequence is so funny. He pulls up a chair... Like, places his hands on the table to, like, feel the aura. <laughs> and then the intense music is... And his face is so perfect as he's, like, breathing intensely. And then the cartoon... Or not cartoon, <laughs> but edited Your graphic of special, him. Your special, Richie. Floating through space. Richie's a freak. Richie's a freak. And the visual of the two of their heads, and he picks which one to go inside. <laughs> I know where they went. Climbed out a window to the roof, hopped on a hang glider, and to that Greek restaurant, Papa <laughs> Christos. Yeah. I robbed your brain. I robbed it. <laughs> so funny. And then immediately the subway guy, hey, I think we found where they are. It's this underground tunnel. And I really love the way that the guy who plays Richie delivers the You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna find a hang glider down there. That much that I know. That much I know. I'm surprised that Borcher didn't die underground with all that cocaine it's a lot of cocaine at your disposal he must have really paced himself considerably well they start to try to steal Borchard's computer and he justifiably freaks out because that's he's been in that computer for decades yeah and they're being pretty blunt with them just saying hey we're gonna gonna take this thing from you and i like annie's little speech here uh that she's saying look this guy's so weird he's clearly just like us he's greendale as much as the rest of us yeah are we gonna dick him around look at him He's a loser. So are we. I think it's a nice I'm a loser, moment. baby. Alison Brie does really shine with what she's given this episode. I think so, too. I think this is a really strong Annie episode. Considering it's not an Annie-centric storyline, she kind of has a, a role to play yeah, in the It's British an ensemble episode. Everybody kind of gets a little something to do. Uh, but Annie is the one, I guess spoilers, but Annie's kind of the one that seems to stand out a little bit. Mm-hmm. They mentioned that the problem's money, not the computer, and they learn about the big old bag of money of four dollars. Those four dollars, Gerald Ford. He died 
Is he the most re- recent president to die? Or did did H.W. Bush outlive him? Don't know. For next week's presidential trivia, we're going to have a real Secret Service member on the show. Get ready. The school board guys have found them, and they're about to wipe Raquel with the magnet, the pickle magnet. Did you ever fuck up some computers with some magnets? No, I was always too scared. Oh, when did I was you? in, like, elementary school or, like, even preschool. Pre- so the first time I learned this was kindergarten. Because we had those, like, big, long magnets that looked like yeah. a hairbrush, but it's just a magnet at the end, not a hairbrush. That's and, diabolical. Yeah, and I used to, like, go over the computer screens all the time because it looked really cool. And you then son s- of a bitch. Someone t- <laughs> you piece of shit. I'm just trying to slow the, the mechanical rise, you know? Because they will strike, Zach. I really love the bit, hey, Chang, you become a bad guy again? There's a lot more to it than that, Britta. Ha, ha, ha. Tries to rip off his face. <laughs> and and Kim Chong really gets a good grab on his face that looks like he'd pull a mask off. And his, oh, I might just be mentally <laughs> ill. That's such a good moment. It's really Season good. five has, it, he's still used sparingly, but season five is like my favorite Chang. It's my favorite he's Chang, so too. so unhinged, so funny, and it makes it all the more funnier that nobody treats him as a threat. Everyone's yeah. just like, okay, Chang, go do your thing. It's my favorite Chang. Me too. Richie, before he leaves, and the school board guys and Chang lock everyone down in the down in the doldrums with Borchert, and Borchert is losing his precious Raquel to the pickle magnet. Mm. Why don't they take it like right back off? Do they leave the magnet on it? No, they took they it take off. They right off. But it was just a little too late. They did do a great job with those Damage was done. nails. Yeah, his hands look incredible. Mm-hmm. The, like blackness of the dirt like the layers and layers of caked dirt that they have it looks really good i'm sure it was a nightmare to put on him and to get off yeah even annie's jokes where she like gag me with the spoon when mm-hmm. jeff and britta do something cute when she's like yeah you guys can have my food and water yeah even that stuff works for me in this episode when in other episodes it might not yeah me too that works for me so they're all locked downstairs, and they're going to have to figure out a way to get out. And we're going to learn here through this sequence that Raquel, once she's turned back on, uh, she can be controlled by emotions rather than electronics. Uh, I really, really love the visual of the computer having the frowny face and then <laughs> Borchert connecting himself to it and rubbing his nipples and just the little, little frame of it going from a frowny face to a meh face. I think it's really funny. It's very funny. It really calls back to me to, like, some of the best Spongebob stuff with Plankton and Karen. Oh, sure. Like, it's very much like my computer wife that do- doesn't and can't really do anything. Like, early well, Spongebob where Karen it. was just a computer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's down there with his cocaine and his, holo- his holographic meatloaf, you know, just calling it a day. But what they learn here... Oh, what I didn't mention, the school board people steal the money, don't they? Uh, they take the bag of money? They do not take the bag of money. Oh, okay. Well, they realized that Borchert was the original owner of Greendale. He started Maybe Greendale. they did. He has a deed to Greendale. So that's going to be their key to getting out of this because they can't do anything without him signing off on it. What do you think about the kitty thing? I never 100% understood that. Um, she's just showing what the internet is now. A kitty is universally cute, but because the internet is a damaged place, people are just fighting over nonsense. Literally so anything. Yeah. Now, this is one of the moments where I was a little bit like, that's a little hammy. Mm-hmm. That is so stupid. Yeah. Even this is Annie's definitely old man Dan. Old man Dan Harmon is like, 
these internet damn kids bad. on their internet. If you don't like it, just don't watch it. Don't send bad these more mechanical computer good. Yeah. So the school's been saved. They have the deed of land. They can't do anything without Borchert. Uh, but now all they have to do is get the door open, which they can't do without getting, which they can't do without giving Raquel such an emotional heart on that it opens the door. A blast <laughs> of human passion that could bring her into a cold start, and it leads us to the most bizarrely cheesy moment uh, in community history. Yeah, I, I was not a big fan of this whole situation because if they had posed it where it was the combined feelings Jeff had. For the people he cares about, sure. But that's not how it comes across at all. That's kind of how I choose to read it. There is that Annie is the last one, and that maybe realizing that he does have strong, complicated feelings for Annie, like really, really wipes him out of the Brita thing, and puts his emotions into an overdrive. But I do think he's having a, a moment with each character that's helping get it started, for sure. But there's no change at all until that. There's no, like, twinge of the smile when he sees his friends, and then it goes all the way at the end. It goes from nothing, nothing, that's nothing. True. And I think it's. I think you're opens. right. I think you're right. But that's just how I've chosen to interpret it for whatever reason. Um, there's it, no interpretation in media. It is what it is. <laughs> Art is not subjective. You must go and see exactly what they're showing you, Zach. Okay, this moment's cute, and it's silly, and it's a little stupid. It's a little really stupid. But honestly, the whole scenario is really stupid in a way that I kind of like, that I'm willing to just give them this, whatever. What irks me horribly is that Shirley's not a part of this. Yep. Because it does feel a little bit, even if Annie's the one that puts it over the edge, that Jeff's having a moment with each of the characters that have been here with him from the beginning and remembering what they mean to him. I don't know if I said it out loud, but I really love Abed's, uh, hey, if you ever need a voiceover of me, can you use this one? Shut up, Abed. Yeah, uh, but it really, really feels wrong and like a diss that Shirley's not part of this. Yep. And it's the actress's last episode. Uh, I don't know if you... Yvette uh, Nicole Brown left to take care of her father who was getting ill. And mm. she started doing more stuff in the single... Or in the multi-camera range. Like, there was a, a sitcom version of The Odd Couple with Matthew Perry and Thomas Lennon. Mm-hmm. And Yvette Nicole Brown was in that. Because those are, like, much shorter work days and you get it done yeah. in eight hours and stuff. But I... She's never said it, but I'll say it for her. I'm sure getting the short stick for so long made it a little bit easier to be like, yeah, I will leave. I'm not yeah. going to try to make it work. I don't. Bl- I can't blame her. Me neither. Jeff gets a boner, gives the computer a smiley, and they open the door, and they get to go save the school. The looks that the dean and Jeff share after this for a moment are all pretty funny, I think. <laughs> when they all start to leave, the dean's like, I know what this was. And yeah. just rolls his eyes and keeps moving. I think that's <laughs> funny. And now we're basically at the last scene of the episode. And I think a lot of this scene works really well for me. Mm-hmm. Why is the escrow countdown selling of this school such a big thing that there's a crowd of people taking pictures? There's like overseas people like video like videoed in. in. Yeah. I think that's pretty funny. It's great. We learned the Dean's middle name is Isidore. Is that the first time we yeah, learned that? That's I think weird. So. But just as they're able to sign the documents, the study group comes in to object, and they'll learn 
That I, lo- I love when Jeff. Honestly, <laughs> this whole ending is so on purpose cheesy in a yeah. different way than what just happened was with the computer. That I like all this. They're standing in a perfect symmetry line that's like so sitcommy. Yeah. They're like, "We're here to save the day, Your Honor." I don't know. It just <laughs> and to the point where in a little bit we get like the music cue and everybody starts dancing. This is so fucking cheesy that I love it. But imagine if this was the end of the whole show, Zach. I'm glad it's not. But look, if the last episode of this show that was so meta and was always about to almost get canceled was that it gets canceled and the very end is one of its main beloved characters telling its audience, if we don't get to do another season, it's because an asteroid hit this universe and we all died. That's kind of legendary. It's not a great TV show ending, but it is legendary, and people would talk about it. I guess, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The series finale is great, and it's a great series finale, and I think the show is better for having those six seasons. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we would count off Community. I think season five being the end of the show would have been a lot better than season four being the end of the show. I agree. Um, But I don't know if season five being the end of the show would have been any better than season three being the end of the show. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough. But I think season six is the best ending, and I'm glad that we get it. And I'm very excited for you to see it because it's really I am too. good. So what's going on here? They can't make any business decisions without Borcher being on board because he's part owner, right? So yeah. if Subway is the owner of the school, he's going to be their vice dean. Mm-hmm. And they bring him out in all his dirty glory, and uh, he shocks everyone. And Subway is immediately disinterested in the property now. Yeah, he said, this is messy. We don't want that. They said Subway doesn't do conflict, Mm -hmm. which years after this was learned not to be true. Yeah. (laughs) They sure do conflict. The Subway guy being so matter of fact, with the city of Greendale and, and, and Greendale the college have a lot to figure out. And we're Subway. Come on. We're sandwich (laughs) artists. I like how all the Subway, like, employees, like, are like, yeah. We, we got Subway. Ho. Oh. <laughs> I love it. And then they Eat all fresh. just leave. And that's it. The school board gets no money. Greendale is saved. This, I think, is a genuine moment of a couple episodes ago. Last episode they had, we fixed all of the problems in Greendale. Greendale saved. But now it does kind of feel like a moment of we did something that saved Greendale. And there's a reason to celebrate. I think it feels a little, even though it's silly and, and, and fast, I, it feels like a sort of earned celebration to me. I think these last couple minutes make me smile. I just think the well, it feels we very it. college movie. The mm-hmm. guy like yelling and be like, "Greendale just moved dirt around its grave," and yeah. that feels like talking about the show. Like mm-hmm. they actually, Dan said in the commentary that the school board characters were very much based on network executives mm-hmm. that act like they know everything, but they're just like frat dudes that aren't creative at all. Yeah, and him literally yelling at the cast like your school is still bankrupt is still unmarketable it's very it's revenge very of the meta. nerds but it's very meta of like him being a network executive mm-hmm. yelling at the show your show yeah. you didn't save your show it's still broke it's still unmarketable and it's still maybe gonna get canceled mm-hmm. no matter what you do i think it's kind of a cool moment that like breaks the fourth wall yeah well around here we call that wednesday yeah then you they all start dancing duncan's on crutches you can hear people going hee haw 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 that was really funny 
And the also, dean goes by and is like, hee One more commentary tidbit that I thought was funny. They said that this scene they had to film at like four in the morning. Oh and God. Dino, who plays Starburns, just had to be there for that turn on shot of like starting the music. Yeah. And he had gotten there like way earlier in the night and they were like, look, it's a long day. It's going to be a while. So he went to a bar and got hammered. And apparently he was fing like someone had to carry him onto the set. Oh my when God. He has that shot of him pressing play. Holy shit. Isn't that wild? That's wild. But everything's resolved here in little one-off things. Duncan's like, hey, before I almost died, didn't you say you were going to get married? And I could see why people wouldn't like this moment. But I like Jeff it's and fine. Britta being like, you know what, f*** it, we're not getting married. And then they high-five about it. Mm-hmm. I think that's as good as anything. But that's Duncan's last moment. That's the last Duncan moment of the show. And this really makes me mad. Yep. The joke here is really funny. I love Hickey going, you held up really well. And look, I'm going to tell you something, but you can't tell anybody. I was thinking about a hang glider. But what makes me mad, this is Shirley's last moment as a series regular of the show. They didn't know it at the time. She doesn't say anything, but ooh, and like, huh. She doesn't even have a line. Yep. Bullshit. And that's a wrap on Shirley and Hickey. She doesn't even say anything. The hang glider thing is funny. I'm really going to miss Hickey. Hickey was a great addition to season five. And this might be a hot take. I really like both new characters next season, but I think I like Hickey more than I like Elroy. I I probably think that's... We'll see. Probably, yeah. What do you think about the moment with the native? Thumbs down. <laughs> all right, that's all we'll say. Even though the school board being like, would you be offended if I asked you to train Yeah, that was a little bit powers? funny, but... Like, why was he there in the first place? Yeah. Is he the old mascot? Oh my god, could you imagine? Chang gets Probably. offered a job on the school board, which makes sense is what would happen next to Chang. I think Ken sells this scene really well. Mm-hmm. He gives him this big old bag of money and says, go take this to deposit. Uh, City Burster's office. He's like, you got it, boss. And immediately picks up the phone. Does not dial. Does not call <laughs> anybody. Just, hi, yes, I'd like to replace all my teeth with diamonds. <laughs> and then the Annie and Abed moment. This is where we get the Abed looking directly at the camera and saying, if we don't come back... Oh, well, first he says, happy birthday, happy Christmas, okay, happy Halloween. Okay, here's what I'll say. I'm more okay with the moment earlier than I... I like the one earlier better than this. What? This is, like, up there in iconic moments of the show. I get it that it's iconic. I like it. It's fine. I don't like Too him meta. looking right at the camera. I would have rather Well, because he knows they're on a show. Annie doesn't look right at the camera. Yeah. Just looks like, what are you looking at in that direction? I think it's fine. I know you do. I know what you think, But Zach. I like that he makes her the comment on how since this was a shortened season and uh, where it was placed in the season, he's like, yeah. we didn't get to do any holiday episodes. And they're like, maybe next year. Oh, mm-hmm. we'll definitely be back next year. And if we didn't, don't, and if we aren't back next year, it's because an asteroid destroyed us mm-hmm. all and looks right in the camera. And that's canon. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it would be fine if it just said, and that's canon, and they didn't have the look afterwards. No, I think it's funny. And then the visual of the Don't, dean, not like, no, not dancing. no, Zach. No, you you are wrong, Stephen. <laughs> you are wrong. I am right. Not yes. Your opinion is valid, and I disagree. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> Hard stop. <laughs> and the last bit of the episode, they put up the last Lone Star Save Greendale done. 
Everyone laughs and smiles, has a beautiful moment. As a cast, the last time we'll have this cast group together like this for the for for the season, you know, it's going to be different when we see the school next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chang smiles with his new diamond teeth <laughs> that look just awful. And I love that he meets eyes with Aved, who's the only one to notice and just looks forward like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. Just doesn't know how to react. And that's the end of the season, the end of the episode. Uh, besides, of course, the phenomenal intake. Fantastic intake. Just perfectly makes <laughs> fun of all the stupid shows that networks like this were putting on their channels at this time. When a show like Community that was so well regarded and so celebrated yeah. struggled to stay on. But stuff like Mr. Egypt goes six seasons. Well, and we didn't talk about the funny joke about like... As much like how there are all these stupid spinoffs. The one I remember the most is there was an episode of Bones with uh, the Finder. It was like Michael Clark Duncan and then this. They were going to make it into a spinoff. And and they did make it into a spinoff called The Finder. He was just some guy that popped up on Bones. Yeah. Yeah. He was was a Bones spinoff. Captain Cook is incredible. This summer, or fall, or possibly next winter, which is really funny because every year they they renewed Community, and they'd be like, you're going to premiere here, like in season yeah. four. Then we're pushing you back, so none of your holidays are when they're supposed to be. Depends on what fails. If something yeah. fails new, if any of the <laughs> we'll new shitty right shows in. we put on fail, we'll slide it right in. And it was just them daring NBC to cancel them, saying, we don't give a fuck. It, it reminds me of shows like The Simpsons and Family Guy making fun of Fox. Yeah. But obviously NBC isn't as much in on that because... No, they are not. It did not help them get renewed because that is the end of Community's run on broadcast television. Wow. That's wild to think. Yeah, that we've done it. And that they did this and still had another season? Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's the episode. Any final thoughts? How are you feeling about it after talking through it? Still not my favorite. I think there's some funny bits in it, but there's a lot that just didn't didn't work for me. Maybe on a different day, under different circumstances, maybe, but, but not today. Well, I really enjoyed this one. I think it's fun. I think it's in the middle of season five for me. Below quite a few, but above of several. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this episode made me a little nostalgic watching it this time. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. It, it it made me smile. It made me laugh. And that's the end of our coverage of season five. First, let's give our last MVP of the season before we tally them up next week for the roundtable to see who's going to get them all. Um, I kind of spoiled mine already just as I was deciding throughout the episode that it's going to be Annie. I think this is a great Allison Brie episode. It shows me that the show can have Annie have complicated feelings for Jeff and not make it annoying. Yeah, totally. So I there think, you go, Annie. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think that up, Richie. Richie has a great one. Um, I think Abed's episode is fine, but it's Annie for me. Annie has the the most clear emotional attachment and weight in this episode for me so that's why she gets it well that's it this week this was fun steven i've had a really fun day podcasting with you yeah it's been been good it's been a good day next week we're going to be back with our uh fifth annual roundtable podcast should i go ahead and tell them who's going to be there yeah let's talk about it we're going to have matt from communities we just mentioned that we're going to have jillian for the first time from excited uh, welcome to greendale we've met her a handful of times Mm -hmm. really enjoy talking to her glad to have her on the show and dan nye who's from the apartment 303 podcast and was uh we referenced um 
Uh, Matt from Community is interviewing Jay Shandra Sakar. Dan is who interviewed uh, Jay with him. So nice. the three of them are going to come on to talk about the best and worst of season five. Uh, and the last time we had Matt on the show, he gave us some pretty cool information on what was going on at that point of the history yeah. of the show. So I'm excited to learn some stuff. Very excited. Should be and great. then the week after that, we dive into Community's final season Woo-woo! with the final season premiere ladders so if you want to be a part of any of that send us some notes for the round table or your trivia mvp and favorite funny moment from ladders to can't disappoint podcast at gmail.com if you like what we do here and you want to hear our other shows like Brokeback bebop and you can't disappoint show and anything else that we think up uh, you can do that over on patreon at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast Starting at $5 helps us take this show further as we move on towards the end of the community and whatever comes next. Which, speaking of, next week on the uh, roundtable, we're going to tell you guys the first detail of what we're doing after community. Uh, we've already told the Patreon friends, but next week we're going to let you all in on it. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Steven, where bit. else can the insiders find us? You know, if you're looking for a real meaty sandwich, come over and take a bite out of us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us over at You Can't Disappod. We're also on Instagram under the moniker at Can't Disappoint Podcast. Uh, we are also on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Go ahead and just caress that like and subscribe button, and we will caress you right back. From inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter, get tested for computer viruses. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And we will see you next week. Steven, we did it last week, but so did the show. Let's cue off Dave Matthews just one more time for old time's sake. <laughs> Steven's also pissed drunk as he pressed that button. All right, bye, everybody. We love you.